Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. On today's episode, Ross Dunn continues his conversation with Chef Dennis Little Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. That's me. And I am today with uh, the celebrity chef, Chef Dennis of AskChefDennis.com. Uh, chef Dennis is one of Google Plus's premier chefs and food bloggers with over 400,000 followers and uh, absolute joy to have on the show. So thank you again. Um, now, one of the questions... I've seen this, you know, come even with, even with Laurie Lazier, and we talked about this at the interior design community. Uh, writing a blog, you know, obviously, you want to do it on your own blog. You want to have all this great stuff, but then there is some discussion about writing on Google Plus has a lot of merit too. In fact, it can do better there in some regards, or that's what I've heard. What do you do? Do you try and duplicate what you've done on your blog on Google Plus, or do you just do you feed each other? How, how do you? justify that or make it work we, we've just actually been having some discussions about that and I know some bloggers that are actually using it as their platform now and it all depends on what you're doing because by having it by putting everything there and not on your blog you know bloggers blog for a reason well a couple reasons one is you know because they like to be heard they have something they want to share but honestly another reason is they can put ads on their blog and they can generate some income from it so if you're just putting everything on Google Plus, you're not going to see any income from it because people are going to be reading it there. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing if you do it right. Now, when with food bloggers, like I mean, that was one of my biggest things I did was bring when I saw what Google could be. Food Buzz, I said, may it rest in peace, died a kind of a death when a big conglomerate bought it and turned it into nothing. Okay, we had this. Tremendous community, and we had no home. And I found Google Plus the first year it went into beta. I went, oh my God, this is our home. Circles make it so easy for us to connect with each other and and uh, talk to each other like we used to. Even better. Well, then it was like you know, murder trying to bring people over. And you know, but I kept saying, you know, you're really helping. You're helping Google Plus grow because people love food. People love food porn. You know, it makes up a good portion of the stream anymore, you know, and there's so many bloggers on. But, you know, it was a place that they could use to really, you know, help drive their blog. But you have to do it correctly. And I would always tell them, you know, first rule, and it's a rule of engagement, if you want to say. The first rule of engagement on Google Plus is to be authentic in the terms of you're actually posting it. Okay, you're not having something auto-posted for you. 
all right, because that's the, the kiss of death, all right? Uh, so I would tell him, says, you have to post it. And there's since then, you know, many people have been saying the same thing. It was funny that I, I latched onto this idea right away, and I, I was right, you know, because then everybody else says, you know, this is, this is how you do it. And it's to post a big picture because people – I guess maybe it's the chef's interpretation of people eat with their eyes, a picture, you know, and people eat with their eyes. So if you post a little thumbnail that no one can see, nobody's going to give it a second look. But if you post a big picture of food that's going to draw them in, okay, that's step one is winning them over. So you had to post a big picture with a link, okay, and then a little bit of a story, and then people came on, make it more of a post. So that starts to make sense. Think of it as a post. So write an intro to it. You know, don't just take that little blurb that comes up with it. Write yourself an intro for it. You know, just like you would write for your post on your SEO part of your WordPress thing. So it just doesn't take the first paragraph, which makes no sense most. Of the, at least for me, it makes no sense most of the time because I write about myself usually the first paragraph. <laughs> uh, and put it in there. So give us give us something to pull us in. Okay, you've got me because of the picture. Okay, now give me some words to go along with that picture. Okay, put some hashtags in there so it's easily searchable. And now put your link in, you know, with it too. Now we've got a good post. All right, use some of the italics or use some of the, the highlighting, you know, with the things the tools Google does give us, which could be a little more intuitive. I would like to see almost a little bit of a, a, a bar, you know, a toolbar on Google posts so we could really have some fun with them. It's so logical. I I, I just, I'm blown away. Like, a lot yeah. of stuff like that is the case, though, with Google+. Plus. I mean, it's, it's a great pr platform, but they rush stuff out. And, it, and that's to their benefit in some mm -hmm. regards, but, yeah. Well, you see, we, we don't, we're not privy. They could, they could have, they could be testing it and testing the colors right now. Oh, should it be red print? Should it be blue print? You know, or, you know we don't know that. Or they may have tested it and go, oh, God, we can't give this to them. They'll go batshit crazy, as Mia Voss would like to say, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, so, you know, take a step back. And you know they got guys sitting around in beanbag chairs going, you want to play some video games or should we develop something? Oh, let's make something new today. You know, this is my view of, of Mountain View. I, they got <laughs> these brilliant people sitting around just enjoying life because they're probably not paying them a whole lot either. But, uh, you know, and you know the upper ones, yeah. But, I mean, the, <laughs> the ones coming out of college that have got all these fresh ideas go, I think we should build this into the platform, you know, and they'll try it. And to their, you know, to to – it's their good is they're coming up with some really cool things. You know, every now and then they get a real stinker, but they'll, they'll eventually listen and change it, unless they have something else in mind where it's headed to, and that we never know until, oh. you know, it's too too late. But, you the know... roadmap must be intense. I'd love to see it. But, well, yeah, we were, they're not running that stuff out too quickly like they used to. Oh, yeah, and I think sometimes they're really not sure either, but they just do it because they're Google and they can, you know? and uh, But, you know... Using all that, I think, in your post, taking advantage of whatever we have, you know, using Google as a platform is the best way to run to get yourself known by people who don't know you already. Okay, so I have been doing something, and actually, it, since I've been doing it, I've seen a good spike increase in my analytics. I have not been a good blogger since I moved to Florida. You know, there was a series of events that led to me kind of stepping back from blogging. Injuries, depression, the move, 
uh, and everything coming back full circle now where I'm a real happy camper again and with too much to do and got out of the habit of blogging and now I got to get back into the habit of blogging again. You know, we still eat, I just have to start taking pictures of it again. Um, but my hits have increased even though I haven't really done more than a half a dozen posts in the past four months. Okay, so because of that, because of my presence on Google+, so that shows you the power of the platform. But mm -hmm. the test I have been doing is I've been taking my best posts that are already gaining great traction on the search engine, and I've been taking, and this is a cardinal sin for food bloggers, and they'll gasp when I say it, but some understand it too. I've been taking my entire recipe with instructions and posting it on Google+. So you don't have to hit a link because the big complaint you hear is, oh, i got to go to their website. Now there's a trick to it, though. Thanks to uh, Greg Trulio and Carolyn Capernaum, we're having lunch one day, and they're two plusers down here in Orlando. And I told them about this, and they go, well, that's great, but all you need to do is, can you print it from your website? I go, yeah, as well. Put for a printable copy, click here. I'm like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. Because I'm not, psychologically, I'm not saying, oh, if you want it, you got to come here to get it. Psychologically, I'm saying, I'm even going to help you. I'm such a good guy. I love you people. Click here, and you can get it, a printable copy of it. Well, it's on my blog, but, you know, you'll be going and there anyway. Slightly right? branded, but that's a good. It's yeah, good. okay. So I'm getting <laughs> them to go, but I am giving them something, too. So it's, it's value. I'm giving them value. And maybe when they go there, they'll spend some time and look around and see something else. All the comments I get anymore are from real people that are searching for things. And they'll go, oh, my God, I tried this. This was wonderful. Or, oh, I did this to it, and it helped it. You know, thank you. you know, that, but I, I try to respond to them all. So using Google Plus as that platform, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. And what I tell all my bloggers to and I think for food bloggers especially, some categories it might not hold as well. But for us, everything we've ever posted before on our blogs, when we come to Google+, it's all brand new again. Because these people are different people than read my blog. It's, it's a whole different group of people on Google+. So we're opening a whole new market. And what I tell them is, okay, now you're new on Google+. I, I try to give them a frequency. You know, don't post more than 20% of your own material at any given time. The other 80% needs to be shares of other people. Okay? You are content curators. Good content is good content no matter who it belongs to. And I will get credit for it being good content simply because I'm sharing good content. So more people will follow me. And they'll know I provide good content. So then when you put yours in, it actually gains more authority and more power because you're already providing all this other good content. So then when they see, oh, it's coming from the owner of this page, it must really be good and it gets more attention. So my, when I share, I get a lot of good some, some things I share or get more than I get, but usually my own content gains a lot more traction, reshares, plus ones. So you know, that's a good way to look at it. So that 2080 kind of a rule, and I, even, I don't even go that far. I post one of my things and maybe 20 of other people's, and I still keep growing exponentially because of it. So that just shows it does work. But when you do share your own, then you even get more, more value associated to it.
I have to admit that the, the, the actual Google Plus stream I haven't done a lot with. It's been the communities that I've been spending time in. Because the stream, I've, I, I, don't, I don't know, maybe I haven't got it yet. But I, I, I find it frustrating in that even if I'm sharing a lot or whatever, I guess I'm not in there a lot, but you don't feel like anyone's listening or watching. And that's one thing that it's a little bit frustrating. And I know other people have, people have said the same thing. Uh, the stream is just so busy. It's kind of like Twitter. When you post something, it's gone. It, just, it's, it, gets, it falls into the river and goes by. It does, but th there's the game of how to make it do better. Mm -hmm. And again, it's through engaging. Now, you know, when you stay in a community, your post lives there unless it gets reshared out. You know, it does, it does belong all part of Google and everything, but you're giving less people a chance to see it, and you're getting less new people because unless someone joins the community, they're not really going to see your post. It's not getting out there. By posting it public and taking that same, you know, part of that amount of time that you spend in the community, I don't spend any time in any communities other than my own, and I never post my material in my community. I might post an opportunity. Well, in my community, you're not allowed to post material, that, like your blog posts. It's not that kind of community. It's a discussion community. It's a question community. It's a share your knowledge community. It's let's help each other become stronger. But And I tell them, stay away from food communities that just let you post your blog post, that lets you drop links. Now, I'm sure yours aren't link droppers. You discuss things, too. But there's so many link, yeah, link dropping communities out there. Well, first of all, if you post to more than two of those communities with the exact same link, the third one gets listed as spam, and it's my discretion to decide it is. So everyone after that, and we have bloggers that'll post to like seven, eight, ten communities. Well, after the second one, every every blog, every community owner gets to decide whether it's spam or not. So if all of us say, yes, it is spam because you're not following our guidelines, pretty soon you're a spammer. Google takes your plug and unplugs it, and you go bye-bye. And you've got to create a whole new persona again to be on Google search engine because it's going to wipe you away completely. That's good advice for people yeah. because a lot of them don't realize that. I mean, that's the other thing, too. I think it could be better to describe what is good etiquette and what isn't. Um, a lot of the etiquette stuff I've seen for Google Plus has been older not new, um, and I think, because it does change. I mean, it was so basic when it came out, and and that's a really good point, because I know being the uh, moderator for both Interior Design Community and the SEO, one community, SEO 101 community, we get a lot of stuff we have to moderate, and uh, most of them I do just remove, because they're, they're, they're drive-by linking, you know, link drops, and it's so frustrating. Uh, but I don't think they know. I mean, some of no. them do, but some of them don't. It, it used to bother me marking something as spam, but I, it doesn't anymore because I clearly all, I explained them. I sent them a little uh, paragraph about our community and what they can and can't do. And by adding me to your circles, you're agreeing to this. Well, then when they come right back and post something, if it's an honest mistake, it's one thing. Because some people, and then I try to explain them, says, you know, doing this in all these communities isn't a good thing. You know, and a lot of times I get, yeah, yeah, we know, thank you, mind your own business. Right. You know, okay, fine. You know, um, so it's a matter of just reaching who you can reach. You'll never reach everybody. You do what you can do, and you hope that others will do the same thing. Like, you know, people say to me, well, this has been amazing. Your help has been invaluable. What can I do for you? 
And the first thing I say to them is, what you can do for me is pay it forward. When someone comes to you and you see someone with problems, explain it to them, help them, teach them, and just keep paying it forward. You know, uh, spread the wealth of the knowledge. That's that's all I ever ask. You know, that's unless great. you got a winning lottery ticket you want to share or something. But other than <laughs> other than that, but really, you know, that's the whole secret. Is people help me when I was struggling. People still help me. You know, I have friends that I can ping any time of the day and night and if they're on they'll jump on a hangout with me and help me so I mean the, these are the relationships that you can make on Google Plus that are lasting and then you, you want to meet these people in person you now so it's, it's a wonderful thing thank you well let's take a quick break and we come back I've got a few more questions before we end the show SEO 101 will be back right after recess Why do over 15,000 small businesses love working with Infusionsoft? Because we believe in people and their dreams. We empower entrepreneurs and our groundbreaking tools help small businesses grow and thrive. We listen. We care. We serve our customers and we do what we say we'll do. We're always trying to find new ways to innovate and to improve our all-in-one sales and marketing platform. Most of all, from email to e-commerce, we help small businesses like yours succeed. Go to Infusionsoft.com radio to watch a free product demo. That's Infusionsoft.com radio. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Search Kingdom. We explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom, on demand inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. And today I'm joined by celebrity guest, 
Chef Dennis of AskChefDennis.com. And uh, we've been talking a lot about uh, Google Plus and the benefits and how to use SEO. And and uh, it's just been, it's been wonderful. Uh, and what I wanted to get into now maybe were a few things. And maybe there won't be any good answers to these. I don't know. But are there any tools you use, uh, uh, Chef Dennis, that um, help you... Uh, perhaps look at the stats or statistics? Are there anything, any third-party programs you use? I, I use Google Analytics. Uh, I don't really use a whole lot else uh, because I think sometimes when we get preoccupied with our stats that we lose track of what we're doing, and it makes us rethink. Like sometimes I'll look, oh, what are my most popular posts? And, geez, maybe I need to make more of that kind of food. Hmm. All right, so now it's going to cloud my judgment or it's going to make me change and not be me anymore. Or I wrote this post this way and it was really popular. Maybe I need to start writing like that. It's, it's being who you are and authentic, I think, is the important thing. And sometimes, you know, st uh, I'm not kidding anyway, stats are important. You know, you really, you know, I tell people on my show I would be happy doing my Good Day Google Plus show just because I get to talk to my friends in this kind of an atmosphere if no one watched it. And that's partly true, but I would be very demoralized if no one watched it. You know? <laughs> uh, you know? uh, so I'm happy people watch it, but you know, the whole purpose of it is just to have a good time, enjoy it, and introduce my friends to each other. You know, it's like a party. Every Friday I have a little private party, and then more of my friends get to I'm happy more of my friends watch it and join in the conversation. So that makes it even more special for me. Uh, so, you know, I, I think don't get wrapped up in analytics. If you're trying to make money at it, you know, there are things you need to do and you should study. And, and finding someone who does it really, really well. Like when I did redo my blog, I had a friend who gets an incredible amount of subscriptions uh, because of how she words things and she tests it. And there's people out there that are just brilliant about mm -hmm. these things. And they will test and test and test and figure out that if you say it this way, don't ever miss out on another recipe. Or if you say, you know, keep up to date with me, how you say it, you know, uh, works better. But putting, like, subscription, like, one thing she said to me was, you know, if someone reads your entire post, which is an always, was not an always a usual thing, they skim it or they'll look at the beginning and drop right to a comment. There needs to be a subscription thing there because if they've actually made that commitment and read the entire post, they're going to sign on it, but they may forget and not go back to where it was in the front page. So I've started like dropping subscribe to me here like anywhere and everywhere so people it's, see it because more times they see it, the more likely they are to subscribe to you. Now, are they uh, subscribing to a newsletter or to your Google Plus? Just to my, just not to my Google Plus, just to my blog, so okay. they get updates. Uh, I haven't started the newsletter yet. I should, but again, it's uh, something they take you know, so much time, <laughs> right? And, and they're effective and they're not effective. Sometimes you're just given somebody, you know, some people want to connect with you on that level, uh, but you know, it's it's time consuming, like you said. And other people don't want to be bothered getting one more piece of email from you. Like I will lose subscribers every time I write a post on Google+. I'm a hybrid. You know, I still do my food, or I did 
still do my food, but then I would also write posts on for other bloggers. I'm, I'm a place where bloggers know they can come to to get information because I set myself up that way. Now, I used to always combine the two, and with an Ask Chef Dennis post, you still got food. Well, I've kind of separated them. I set my blog up different, but it's laid out, so if you don't want to be bothered with that, you can just stay with the food. My Google Plus stuff is down here. My food's up here. You know, my restaurant-style meals is right here. And... Uh, you know, so you can pick what you want when you go to my homepage uh, to do it. But I, I'll always people will get something and I'm like, what the hell is this? This isn't what I signed up to his blog for. You know, delete subscription. And again, that used to bother me, and it still does a little bit. But you know, I, I've come you to forget terms. Why they subscribe. That's all. Yeah, I, I come yeah. to terms with it and think, well, I don't want to change who I am just to keep the subscriber. You know, I, I, that's not me. And so is this a subscribe? Uh, one of those uh, automated? Uh, are you using FeedBurner for doing yes, your subscription? Yes, I still am. So they send a, a sort of a, a summary of your blog post via email. Is that yes. the idea? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I used to send the whole thing, and I stopped. I I had them just send like the first part, and mostly because of the scrapers that are out there that are just stealing content. I, I didn't do it because I didn't want my subscribers to get it all in their email. I just did it to help prevent some of that from happening. And no matter what you do, people are still going to steal your content. Uh, people, When people ask me if they can use it, I usually always say yes because they were nice enough to ask, you know. And I don't ask for anything in return, you know, that we want to use my picture for this. You know, if it's someone that wants a high-resolution image, then, of course, I'll charge for it. But, you know, they're going to steal it anyway. At least this person was nice enough to ask for it. So, yeah, okay, thank you very much. Just give me a link back. I'm happy, you know. You yeah. know enough said about that. Uh, so as a sort of a, a parting tip, what would, uh, let's say some, uh, some of our listeners are already active bloggers, how would you recommend that they start with Google Plus and, and start leveraging it? Well, I actually have a series of videos that I've done, Hangout videos with Gene Layton, and uh, on how to use Google Plus. It's called The Blogger's Guide to Using Google Plus Effectively. And you can mm -hmm. find all these on my YouTube channel. Uh, before I started doing my show, Good Day Google Plus, I used to have a weekly uh, show for bloggers on all these different topics of anything that I thought might interest them. And I had some really good guests. I had uh, some big bloggers on, name bloggers on, and they would share some information. So those are still there, and a lot of them are still good. But getting set up on Google+, the first and most important thing you need to do is do a complete profile. Put your links in there. People ask to join. I get 50 to 100 requests to join my community a day, and I look at them all personally. I don't let anybody else do that. And I look at them and I say, are you a blogger? I don't know. You got no information in there. I got no way to know if you're a blogger. If I recognize the name, you know, then maybe, okay. If I see they have five other blogger friends that I know, then I'll Google them and maybe something will come up. But I, I don't, you know, that takes a lot of time too. So if there's not even a close clue, you just get deleted, deleted, deleted. So having a good profile is very important to your success on Google+. Having a picture. Having a picture where I can see your eyes. Don't be hiding your face, looking <laughs> up, you know, being cute, being coy, have a camera in front of you. No, let me see your face. Very important because they use some facial recognition. They're liable to be going to more, and people go, ooh, big brother. All right, so what? Facial recognition. What do you got to hide? Okay, you know, 
it is what it is. If it's going to get you more hits, be happy. Um, but you know, have a good picture, something that's recognizable, not something that's 30 years old. Okay, put your data in there. Put all your links in there. Put that you're a food blogger in there. Fill out. You know, you got nothing to be afraid of. Don't give them your home phone number, but you know, you can put your email in there. Believe me. You know, and I get complaints from women bloggers, and I I never want to make light of it because it's a it is an issue. But I tell them, you know. These Middle Eastern men aren't going to ride up to your house in their camel and say, "I've come for your women parts." Okay. <laughs> probably not. No. No, probably. There's a damn good chance that ain't going to happen. Okay. So just block them and move on. You know, because women do get abused more than men do on Google Plus, and that's just the way it is. It's not right. I don't, you know, and and I even get harassed, and I block people. You know, you don't want to see my. You didn't like something. You don't want. You got no problem anymore because you just been blocked, and you don't have to ever see my my content. I've done you a favor. Thank you. <laughs> Life's too short, you know. Yeah, just, you know. And there's so many people on there. Whatever, you're gonna offend yes. someone. You can't help but offend someone. Oh That's no, okay. and, you know, and just try to be non-controversial as possible. But really, your profile is your calling card, and we have. Uh, each, we, we took each section of Google+, your hover card, your authorship, your publisher. Uh, we're doing sizing images next week. I had David Amerlin on last week talking about semantic search. I had Ronnie Bincer on two weeks before talking about Hangouts on Air. So we cover each aspect in a 30-minute, sometimes an hour if they really start to get meaty uh, and... and uh, Jean is really good. She has a blog called Wing Woman Productions where she does posts with pictures and diagrams and circles and arrows and all those neat things to help you gain what you need to know. So, And we're there, and the blogging community is there, and people ask some really good questions. It's a valuable resource. You have your peers to, to talk to and learn from and uh, that will, are willing to help you, and a lot of relationships are made in there that will benefit you. Perfect. Well, thank you very much, Chef Dennis. I'm really, really happy you came on the show today. And uh, this is the first Hangout on Air uh, we've done for SEO 101. It's for my first Hangout on Air I've actually done myself, and it was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to doing lots of them. And I think I'm going to try and get David on one of the shows. It would be great. Uh, but, uh, you know, at this point, thanks again. And I, I want to say to everyone else that uh, if you have any questions you'd like to ask us, you can share us. Share any questions you have on our Google Plus community page, SEO 101. You can't miss it. You just type it in the search on, S on Google Plus and you'll find it. You can also email me via Ross at stepforth.com. That's S-T-E-P-F-O-R-T-H.com. And, uh, well, Chef Dennis, askchefdennis.com and uh, check out his yeah. really good blog. It's, it'll make you hungry. Tell you. Thank you. And I really had a great time here today. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, I'd love to see you on Good Day Google Plus soon. I'd love to be there. It'd be fun. Um, so have a great week, everyone. And remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week, everyone.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.